Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert. I love coming on here and sharing different ideas to lower the stress in your life. And today I've got the wonderful Kirsten Wild. Kirsten is a lifelong yoga student and is grateful for moments when she can share what she's learning with others. She believes in the healing power of yoga for the body, mind, and heart. After solo traveling full-time for a year and living out of her car, she is now passionate about sharing the power of reclaiming the wild within and tapping into intuition in order to go after your life's biggest dreams. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you, Denise. Thanks so much for having me here today. I love your background. So you lived out of your car? <laughs> I did. Yeah. People kind of thought I was crazy, right? I sold my house, four bedroom house full of things and all of my stuff that went along with it. I think I kept about three boxes that stayed at my dad's house and I, I moved into my car and I knew I was in this kind of point in life where nothing really made sense. So it was time to go out and find something that did make sense for me because kind of at that point, I just gone through a divorce that I was in a codependent relationship with an addict and I really truly lost myself in that. And I didn't really even know who I was anymore. And so it was time to really take a pause and go explore what even brought me joy and what made sense for me. And so I knew I, I am originally from Michigan and I knew I really wanted to explore the West coast of the U S and so that's kind of where I headed out for. And I now live in Utah West too. So, wow. That just sounds amazing. So what does wild mean to you? Yeah. So wild, as you'll know, is my last name. And the reason I chose it is because of kind of this transformation that happened for myself. And so when I got divorced, I wanted to remind myself of that. So I chose that name wild. And if you look up the word in the dictionary, because a lot of people hear the word wild and they think, oh, like she's a wild, crazy party girl. Right. But if you look at the definition in the dictionary, really what it's going to say something like natural and untamed. And so really what it means to me is living your true authentic life. We come into this world as wild souls. We are we are true to our own spirit. And then as we grow and we age, we start to live up to the expectations of society, of our parents, of our friends. And especially as women, I think we often become turning into these roles as people pleasers. And it's really easy for us to lose ourselves and our sense of like what even makes sense to us and what's right for us. And all of those answers are within us. So that's really our true wild nature. Uh, so really, it just means to be your true, authentic, natural self. Now, how does that go hand in hand with going after your dreams? Like, so becoming your true authentic self, going after your dreams, where does that strength come from? So that comes from a deep knowing within. So the more that we're separated from the self, the more that we're separated from that wild self, the less we are able to listen into our own inner guidance and our own inner knowing. And so we're living our lives for everyone else basically, uh, what they want, what they think is best for us. And we've lost that sense of what is true for us. So when we can connect back in and we find that self-love, that compassion, we listen to our intuition, we have such 
confidence and strength within our own decisions that it doesn't matter anymore what anybody else thinks. So we're no longer held back by, oh, I would love to do that one day. You know, people tell me, Kirsten, oh, that's so great that you traveled. I wish I could do that, but I can't. And then they start listing all of the reasons and all of the reasons are because of everybody else. It's not because they don't want to do it or they don't believe in themselves. It's because of all of these other things. So once you feel so grounded and in tune with your own needs and your own wishes, suddenly it doesn't matter if you are living up to everyone else's everyone else's expectations, you can go after your true dreams. And really the beautiful part is that even though it's scary, you know that even if you make a mistake, even if it doesn't work out, you already know that you have that self-love and that self-compassion that you can pick yourself back up and you can keep going and finding what's next for you. So for anybody who's listening, are there any steps that you can take to get back into your own wild? Yeah. So yoga has been kind of a journey for me. And I think a lot of people think that yoga is this flexibility or finding these crazy shapes and whatever you see on Instagram, but there's really a wider, deeper part of it. And really my training has come from a a place of deep uh, self-love and compassion. And that's really what's helped me. And so when we think about connecting back into our intuition, the reason that we feel so disconnected at times is because we don't really trust it. And the reason that we don't really trust it is because we don't really give ourselves time. We don't give ourselves that awareness. Um, Just like as if you're building a relationship with a new friend. You know, I like to use the analogy that uh, you meet a new friend, right? And tomorrow you're going to meet up at noon and tomorrow it's noon and they're there. And you're like, okay, I can start to trust this person because they showed up for me, right? And let's do it again. And so they show up at the same time again and you start to build that trust and you start to value what they have to say and trust they are going to show up in your life. Now, if that friend now decided to not show up at noon, you're going to start to break that trust. And what happens if not only they don't show up, they don't send you a text and say, Hey, I'm really sorry. I can't make it. Or, Hey, you're really important to me. I really like this time doesn't work for many anymore, but I do have five minutes this afternoon and I want to show you that I still care. And so how often do we do that with our own selves, right? Or with our own self-care, we say, Hey, I'm going to get up 10 minutes early tomorrow morning or whatever it is to take this time for myself. And then we don't do it. And we don't even check in with ourselves. We don't say, Hey, you know, life happened and something came up, but this is still important. So I'm going to shift and I can't do 10 minutes, but Hey, I can do two minutes on uh, my lunch break or whatever it is. And so when we don't take that time to show up for ourselves, we lose that trust within ourselves. And so if we don't trust ourselves to do what we say we're going to do. Why would we ever listen to our intuition? That intuition is always there. It's always speaking to us. Uh, but if we don't trust ourselves and we're not showing up for ourselves in those ways, we're never going to want to listen to it. Now, what do you mean by intuition? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. So our intuition is really our inner guidance. So when we go to make a decision, whether it's an easy decision or a hard decision, really the truth of what that next step is, what that choice is, is within us. And so we're able to, this is like when people say, listen to your gut or listen to your feelings. It's kind of this innate sense within us that if we have this time to pause and listen in, we notice. So I have a tool, a signature method that I like to work with called SHED, S-H-E-D. And what this is, is bringing awareness. 
So we cannot change anything. We cannot listen in. We cannot do any of this work without first bringing awareness. And so SHED invites us to bring awareness to our present experience so we can start listening into those cues and those signals. So S in the acronym here is sensation. So the first part is just checking in with the body. Where are there sensations in the body? And uh, maybe there's a tightness, a soreness somewhere, right? Because sometimes we don't even realize maybe we're holding tension in the back and we're like, oh, that's there. Okay, now I know. And so now I can make a change. H is our heart. So whatever our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions are present in that moment. E is energy. So this is our energy levels, how we're feeling in that sense. And also can be our breath. Where's our breath? This is a really good indicator too. Are we taking these short bursts of breath? Are we taking these big, deep, full breaths? And then finally, D is dialogue. Whatever the, the brain is, is going on. What are these thoughts going in our head? Are they pulling us in the past? Are they pulling us to the future? Or are we able to be present? And so when we take this method and it can take, you know, 30 seconds when we wake up in the morning. It can be a pause anywhere. I like to use it as a journal practice. But what we do here is we notice and we bring awareness to all of these things so that we can then listen in and make change. And as we continue to do this practice, we start to be able to listen to those subtle moments and those subtle indicators. So just like when a child is learning how to uh, become potty trained when they're young, right? What do we tell them? We say, listen to your body, it's sending these cues of this is what you need to do. And so our intuition is doing that same thing. It's giving us these cues of scenarios that don't feel right, scenarios that do feel right. And when we start to bring that awareness, that's really the first step. Now, are there any daily practices or morning routines that you recommend doing to become more in tune to your intuition? Yeah. So I would use this same shed method. And again, I'll repeat it. S is sensation, H is heart, E is energy, and D is dialogue. I like to use it as a journal practice. And so it can be a stream of thought for each one. It could be a list, whatever makes sense. Um, that way you actually have a chance to write it out and slow down and really become aware. And then from there, if you want to take start taking it deeper and you have more time, you can look at any of those things and say, are any of these things that have come up for me in my awareness or any of them not serving me. And at that point I can let it go or shed as the acronym indicates shed, let it go. Or can I listen into it? And maybe there's a next step that I need to take that I wasn't aware of until I brought that awareness. So really simple, easy one to understand, right? Is okay. I'm writing down my sensations, my stomach's grumbly. And then I realized, oh, I've been so busy that I haven't had anything nutritious. All I've had were, were some cookies this afternoon now it's time I need to fuel my body and I need to do this for myself. So same indicators can come um, with the rest of them with time as we as we make this daily practice. I love that. So now how does yoga come into your day? How does, how does it make it the most beneficial for yourself? Sure. So as I mentioned, yoga isn't just our physical practice. So journaling, uh, making this awareness that is practicing yoga. But in terms of the physical practice, the reason I really enjoy yoga as a modality of healing, of connecting back in, is because of what I mentioned of, right, we're learning to listen into the cues of our body and the easiest one to listen into is our physical and so on the practice, on the mat, what I really work with students on is listening into their body and what their needs are. So not looking at what their neighbor is doing or how their neighbor is moving into a pose, but really being able to sink into the body and bring awareness to where is my body feeling tight? Where do I need to move? Hey, is the teacher offering this and it doesn't feel right in my body? How can I adjust? And these are just really simple, subtle ways, right? But 
this is starting to build that connection and that trust within the self of that self-confidence of, Hey, I found out what I need and I can make that little adjustment and I can do it. So really yoga as a physical practice, I think is the most easy and approachable way to start really sinking into that body sensation as a first step. So for instance, you know, you are feeling tense and your shoulders are feeling yucky or Mm -hmm. if you were working with a student, what would you do? So if they said, okay, my shoulders feel tight, what I would encourage them in class, right, is I'm going to offer a couple of different poses, stretches that I think might relieve them. But as they're working through it, I'm allowing them to sink into their breath, sink into, okay, how does that feel? You know, when we do something on the right side and the left side, how does the right side feel in comparison to the left side? I ask them questions like, okay, if we take a big breath and then we sigh, can we relax it a little bit further? Can we go in a little bit deeper? And I also remind them that if the answer to that question is no, no, I can't at this moment, knowing that that's okay, because that's part of listening to their body. Now, is there a better time of day to do this practice? Nope. Pretty much any time that is going to serve you and any time that you're going to be able to uh, fit it in and make that commitment to yourself is a beautiful time to do it. I work uh, with my students on a a longer 14-week program. And really what I'm teaching them is how to teach themselves, right? It's teaching them how to not just listen to a teacher and, hey, maybe you do these things, but be able to listen to the poses that they might need. And in that, they learn how to create yoga to work for them and their needs. And I had a client that went through the program and, you know, she was a busy lady and she decided that what she needed was yoga for her in the shower. And so that was the time that she could fit it in. So she wrote a 10 minute practice for like while she's showering and obviously a safe way to do that without slipping and falling. But those were going to be the practices that were going to serve her. That's when she wanted to be able to do it. That was when she she knew she had a consistent time each day that she could do it. And so that's what served her. And for somebody else, it might serve them that they need a half an hour to unwind at night before bed. And if that's what serves them, that's amazing too. So it's really being able to I'm really passionate basically about helping those women find what it really means for them and how it can help and impact at an individual level. I love that because everybody's different and it's really finding out what works for you because Mm -hmm. it's not a cookie cutter system. And I love that you're very, very creative, but in a way you're getting that person to do what, what they feel their intuition, right? Exactly. Exactly. And like, as far as studio classes go for yoga, I teach those too. I love those as well, but they're never going to be catered to the individual. They just can't be. And not everybody is going to benefit from a studio class either, you know, if that's not what they need. So it's really about, uh, yeah, listening into that individual's needs and, and meeting that. And I understand you have a membership. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. So really what I hear from most women when we talk about this topic is I don't have time for that. I don't have money for that. You know, they're wanting this big transformation, especially as women see yoga on Instagram and things like that. We're like, I can never do that. I can't do that. I can't fit in like studio classes and all this and that. And I want to make it really approachable and really easy because yes, the big transformation can make a big transformation, right? But not everybody is ready for that. And taking these small steps is really the first key. Like I said, starting to build this trust within one again. And so I have this membership. It is literally only $11 a month, which is cheaper than even going to one studio yoga class. Um, you know, it's the cost of a Netflix subscription. You know, it can 
bring it down to whatever, but it's only $11 a month and it's only 15 minutes a week. And this is the kicker, right? Because I want to show women that it can just take this small amount and it doesn't matter the experience necessarily as much as it has to do with showing up for yourself. And if we can make it only 15 minutes a week for you, you can fit it in basically anytime during your week. What happens is every Monday you get an email with a journal prompt and a rewilding activity. Rewilding activity could be anything from breath work to movement to, um, you know, this week we had the prompt was a kind of thought process to do while you were taking your shower. So that doesn't, it doesn't even really take extra time out of your day, but these ways to start really being mindful throughout our week and starting to connect in with that intuition. And then a whole group of women, right. That are alongside one another, an online membership area with some yoga classes and things like that. And then we do meet once a month on zoom for a yoga class as well. And those are really catered to whoever's in the membership. I say, who is able to join us? Is there something that you need this week? And you know, we had one just this week and the woman, uh, she couldn't put any pressure on her hands. So she was like, I don't want to hold anybody else back. And I said, nope, we can do one where we're just standing and we'll make that happen for you. So yeah, really supportive, great community meant to be really easy. So you don't have to think about what you need to do every week. I let you know exactly what it is, super affordable. And again, just that low time commitment to start showing up for yourself. Now, if someone wanted to do more, like, are there archives or do you just do the same practice over and over again? What do you suggest? Yeah, so I have in the membership site that you get at that $11 a month rate, there's some intro videos to help you get started. And then all of the uh, classes from each month are recorded and they are in there as archives. You can go back into those as well. Um, And then Of course, if anyone is interested in that bigger transformation where they're actually creating those courses for themselves, that is definitely something we can speak about as well. That's a little bit bigger investment, but totally worth it for those women um, that are ready for that and have that time and that commitment to themselves. Now, is your membership always open or is there timeframes where it is open for new members? It is open for new members at any time. I Four times a year, I do open up an annual membership so that you have that option of paying for the whole year up front, you get a little bit of a discount, and then that also comes with group monthly uh, coaching calls with me. So there's a little bit of bonus for the annuals. Next one is coming up in October for the month of October. It's open. Uh, however, monthly anytime, please welcome, come on in, try it out. And then, you know, within a few months, if you want to try the annual, um, that will open up again. That's awesome. (laughs) Any words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience today? Yes. I just want to remind you that you are perfect and whole and beautiful, just as you are this, this true wild nature that's within you. It is there. We just need to strip those layers off. We just need to sink back in and you are worth it, and you are capable of it. So just keep putting in the work and showing up for yourself and building that trust within yourself. I love that. Thank you so much. And yes, anybody who's watching or listening, I'll put her links everywhere. So if you have any questions, please feel free and reach out and ask your questions. So thank you so much for your time today. I love that wild, you know, that's just such a great word. Thank you so much, Denise. Well, thank you for listening and leaving you a gentle reminder to slow down and enjoy life. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www 
stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.